So today I am with Elle from the e-commerce assistant. Um, welcome. Thank you for having me, Gemma. You're so welcome. Um, so tell everyone, what is it that you do? So I help uh, small businesses who sell online with their e-commerce in general, but I specifically focus on Shopify and Clavio, um, so website and emails. And my aim really is to educate people on using them. So um, I do done for you projects, but my main passion is actually teaching people to, you know, make the most out of their websites and all those like little secret bits that you you never find unless someone tells you about it. So, yes, it's um, I love the teaching part of things. And how did you get into that? Like, what was your journey been like? Ah, so um, <laughs> I've always worked in e-commerce. So every single job I've had since university has been, yeah, for like websites, you know, people who sell online. So and always within small business. So um, haven't had like a corporate background or anything like that. It's actually always been small businesses and selling online. So I um, started doing, I actually started, I did like a fashion degree. Um and did sort of PR internships, you know, trying to find what I wanted to do. Um, and then I was lucky enough to get a job in um, a gifting company, an online gifting company in sort of like the merchandising department. But as typical small businesses, you know, you get sort of you get to see all the parts of the business and how they run and how they work. So I was able to sort of see, oh, I quite like, you know, the website bit and the sort of uh, the stock. I liked the stock and the order and the operations. And I got to sort of get involved with that and then moved to another company, um, which was down when I, I relocated to Hampshire. So I moved to a company that actually sold net curtains online. Um, and I obviously had no experience in net curtains, but it was a really successful family business. Um, and again, another small business that I got to get like really stuck into the behind the scenes. So I got to experience like the website stuff and the um, dispatch and the supply chain um, really got to get that all round experience. But there it was there really that I realized like the website and the emails and that sort of e-com side of things was what I really love to do. And then at various other jobs um, and then decided that I'd quite like to sort of go freelance and start to help more small businesses um, do, like with the knowledge I'd gained kind of pass that on to others um, and decided yeah to go freelance and set up this sort of educational e-commerce business I suppose. And how have you found setting up that side of things has it been like quite easy based on your experience or has it been like a whole different journey I would love to know sort of like the difference between the two. Yeah, I mean, working in a business, like, you know, when you're employed and then working, I, I well, you know, I say with, I'm sure you, you know, people have different ways of saying it. Um, it is quite different, actually, because I think what I was finding in the sort of employed life was because I liked the sort of all hands on deck um, small business sort of mentality if a business then grew to needing like a bigger team and then clear defined roles I would often feel like oh I don't really sit within that anymore because I'm sort of the you know do everything uh, type of person um, and then when there were these really clear roles and it was like oh well, you know you can't help with that anymore not in like a negative way but just in a we need now this structure I didn't really fit in so well so being able to then help small businesses and kind of dip in and dip out um, you know, when people need me and, you know, move through these projects and like help one person, then help another is amazing. What I would say was, is difficult and still is difficult is it's one thing 
me doing the work, like essentially being a freelancer and just say, you know, someone says, well, could you, you know, help me with my Shopify site? And I say, yeah, I'll do all that for you. It, that's very different from like online learning and launching courses. So my original idea was online courses, you know, online education for businesses using Shopify and Clavio. And that was in the summer of 2020. So um, three years ago, and I still haven't launched my first course because um, I think any online educator would probably agree that, you know, sitting down and doing the sort of, you know, what what information am I going to share and, how, you know, recording it and things like that. It's actually, yeah, surprised me, let's say, how difficult that is and how different that is to actually working with someone one-to-one. I think I know that people need it and I know the audience is there and I know the market so well. Like I've had, you know, 11, 12 years e-com experience. I've worked with Shopify for eight years. Like I know, I know all that. I'm sure of that. A couple of things maybe have got in my way. I uh, had a baby in that, those three years, my second child. So I've got, um, she's now 18 months and I've also got a six-year-old. So children got in the way. Um, <laughs> I only work part-time. Um, obviously I took some maternity leave. And I think prioritizing your own business, whether it's posting on social, sending emails, going to, uh, you know, events, whatever it is like that sort of like working on your business, I find, and I see that a lot of other people I know find really hard. So I think for me, it's almost like I'm my own client and I'm my worst own client because I, I prioritize everybody else's work and I don't leave the time to do that. And it's only really, I would say, in the last probably six months, maybe less, that I've been able to actually make better progress. So I'm sort of nearing the launch of them now. But yeah, it's why have I put it off? Uh, I think there's been a bit of a block as well. You know, that maybe it's confidence. Maybe it's that imposter syndrome kicking in um that like you know do people really want to hear to learn from me um and I think when you're working with someone one-to-one you almost get that like instant feedback don't you like that instant you can see how delighted they are with things that you do or things that you teach them and I think with this online learning I've I found it actually quite hard that I kind of even though eventually it will help people it's been hard to kind of sit down and record and 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 talk to like a void that is my computer screen (laughs) Yeah, no, I I get this. I totally get it. And this is actually one of the reasons I stopped offering courses for a long period of time, because I was like, I just get no excitement from sitting down, Mm. speaking to nobody. And then, like you say, not getting that kind of feedback. I'm such a feedback person. Like, I have to talk to you. I have to see it. Um, So I I do totally get that. When you talk about um, some of those like mindset blocks and things, did you have those when you started your business? Um not really I think that for me the biggest thing was um like I've always been quite confident and confident in myself like I've never really suffered from am I good enough but I would say and I feel lucky to have that confidence in myself but I'd say that the thing I had a blocker with at the very beginning was like where do I find clients and I think a lot of people get that don't they it's like where are all these people that I know I know stuff, I know I can help, but like, where are these people and how am I going to find them? Um, that was a, that was a really hard thing for me to get past and like, you know, jumping on calls and chatting with people, having those like discovery calls. It's, it's not something you do in your like employed life. I, I found, so that was really hard uh, in terms of a mindset shift, but qu- you know, quickly you find clients and then you find more and then, you know, you get into a bit of a groove. Um, so I'd say 
I'm lucky that things happen quite quickly. I found clients, you know, then I found others and I've had referrals and things like that. And I'm, and I like doing the sort of marketing and the talking about myself and putting myself out there. So I feel like that part of it has been easier for me than the, you know, sitting in a room and trying to <laughs> record a course. Oh my God. Yeah. We've all got like different areas that we thrive in. Like sometimes yeah. I speak to people on this podcast and I'm like, how do you love this bit? <laughs> it's like my worst nightmare, but I guess that what, that is what makes us all needed, right? Because we all have different strengths in different things. Um, I love what you said there about like having that belief in yourself. Mm. Is that something that you've always had or, or is that like something that developed over time in your life? Like, I'd love to talk a bit more about that Ooh. because I think with running a business, like it's hard, right? There are ups and downs. And quite often I say to people like, you know, you really do need to believe in and trust yourself, but I think it's so much easier said than done. So where did that come from for you? Oh gosh, that's, that's a great question. I, I, I remember always having it. So I don't know. I was a very confident child, um, very sociable, very, you know, similar to how my daughter is now, actually. So I, I don't remember like a change. I feel like it, I have always been that way. Um, and I, I have thought, I thought about this the other day, like, where does that, whether it's being assured with yourself or being not so much, you know, where does that come from? And I, I honestly do not know, but I think, um, I am always quite thankful that I have that because it makes, like you say, business is hard. Being self-employed is hard. Being on your own a lot is hard. It gets really lonely. And I've kind of always thought, with not not just in business, in, in life, I've kind of always had that belief of like, you only really have yourself always. Like, yes, family, friends, like obviously I have a network, I have a support group, but like I've always had in the back of my mind that, you know, you're the only person that's going to like make you do things. Um, you have to want to do things and you have to, you know, 100% believe in yourself. Obviously, I don't always believe in myself. We all have moments when we don't, but I think I've just, I think it's just something I've always had. And it, you know, sometimes it's not the best because it can get you into trouble. You know, I was quite a sort of uh, bossy, <laughs> controlling, maybe even argumentative sort of person in my younger years and through my early career. Like I found that quite hard to kind of take um, direction sometimes. It's, I don't always think it's a good thing. I think how I use that confidence now is, a, is better but there was definitely times when it definitely bit me the ass. Yeah, I mean, everything <laughs> that is a, a good quality also comes with its like flip side, right? Oh, definitely. Totally. <laughs> Especially when you're like young or you're like a teenager or a young, you know, young person going through these new things and you think you're so great <laughs> and, you're, and you're actually not. <laughs> we have to live and learn, right? Absolutely. Well, looking back over your kind of journey so far, is there anything that you would say you would want to like go back and tell a younger version of yourself or maybe even change I would definitely tell um a younger version of myself that like this is a this is a career like this actual whole world of self-employment business ownership whatever you want to call it like whatever you call yourself it, you know I didn't even think this was like a job <laughs> when I was at school it was so much like uh do your exams go to uni that was like a non- non that was just what you did no everyone just went to uni where I went to school so yeah okay off you go to uni and then get a job it was never like I would tell my younger self and my children that you know you can work for yourself you can do things that you enjoy and make them a job um you can you don't have to do like that same formatted 
thing that everybody does. Um, Cause I think I would have done it sooner actually, if I had that advice, I think I would have yeah done it at a younger age for sure. Like I've always had that entrepreneurial sort of spirit, um, but never really knew how to use it or that it was even a viable career. I, uh, I wish we could like play this to everybody. <laughs> I was the same. I, for the longest time I was like, Oh, I do a bit of like stuff on the side, but yeah. it never crossed my mind. Like that could be your job. Like, yeah. That could be your thing. And I think um, it's getting easier, isn't it? I think sometimes mm. I think about like when I have kids or when I have grandkids, like mm. I imagine that there will be so many careers that you can create yourself that don't exist yet. And I think that's really exciting and terrifying yeah. at the same time. Um, is there anything that you would go back in your journey and change other than potentially starting sooner? Yeah. Um, I don't think so. I do. I I I feel like I would change what I did at you like university and things like that. I'm sure loads of people say that because that's just hindsight, isn't it? But then I think, well, that got me where to where I am. I'm not really the sort of person that looks back with like regret or like, you know, feel, like I feel like everything you do does kind of lead you to where you are. Like I feel like, you know, doing the PR internships that I did for free when I was, you know, 19, that's, that's helped even now. Like things I learned then have helped me now. So I do... I don't often think, oh, I would totally change things. Um, yeah, I, I, it would just absolutely be that. It would be just have that belief, even though I have belief in myself, just that belief that this is a career path. And, you know, I even thought like being a freelancer was like a bad thing. I think I thought it was like, oh, people freelance because they can't get a job. Like, I feel mm. terrible saying that now, but I genuinely, I think as this is like as a teenager or a young person, like, you know, in my twenties, that's definitely what I thought. And I, I don't know where that came from. Um, perhaps school. Um, but I definitely didn't think it was like something people actually chose to do. Yeah. Isn't that interesting? Because I, mm. I think a lot of people still have that opinion, actually. Um, do you think? Oh, that's interesting. Yeah. And I don't know if that's because I live in like a very kind of small village where everyone like grows up here and never leaves that kind of place um but yeah and and it's interesting because I did as well I think I had it in my head that a freelancer was somebody who like couldn't get stable work so called Mm. themselves a freelancer yeah and then just like you know lived you know didn't get paid like I I never thought it it would pay well it would give you like that sort of income I think we're sort of we are conditioned to kind of have that monthly paycheck so you know, it probably stems from, you know, even a younger childhood, not even school that, you know, people went to work, had their paycheck and, you know, that was kind of it. Yeah. And it's like, we internalize so much of this and I I still catch myself doing it sometimes where I'm like, oh my goodness, like how much am I going to earn this month? And then I'm like, why does it matter Mm. if I earn the exact same amount every month? Like it literally Mm. just does not mean anything. Like as long as I can pay what I need to pay, it's like, and sometimes I'm like, oh my gosh, I didn't start working till 11. And then I have to catch myself in it and be like, Gemma, who told you you have to work at nine? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh my gosh. I mean, that's so, so interesting easy. you say that because I was, you know, looking at my accounts and I was like, oh, you know, this month's not been so good. But last month was like one of the best months I've ever had because, you know, it, you take money for projects ahead or I've, you know, done this work in a but whatever it is. It's like, but I even had that thought of like, oh, it's a shame this month's not the same. And it it, it literally doesn't matter. I pay myself the same every month anyway. Um, so it doesn't hugely matter to me, but I, I've had those thoughts too. And I must stem back from just that. Yeah, that monthly same amount comes in, same amount goes out sort of thing. Mm-hmm. Um and yeah, you're right. It's that freedom to work 
when you want, how you want. I I would say like I'm just over three years, yeah, three years in, and I'm only just actually learning that. Um, that I can, you know, after this, I could go and have lunch. I don't have to be at my desk. I could go and work wherever I want. Like it is taking, it's taking me a very long time to actually understand that um there is that freedom and it doesn't affect how good my work is or how good a person I am. Mm-hmm. It's, I find so many people talk about wanting freedom and desiring that ability to do whatever they want. And then I see so many business owners who who don't do what they want and have no freedom because mm. I think it's just, it's actually quite hard. I would say it's quite difficult to go against what everyone else is doing. Like I remember I used to go to this specific coffee shop around where I live and they would, they one day she was like, what do you do for work? Because I was going in there at all these random <laughs> times. And it's like, it's so hard sometimes to be like, actually, I don't work today or I work when I want or I do whatever I want and you know for context for people listening to this it's nearly 12 o'clock this is the first thing I've done all day and after this I'm going to go for a beach walk and I still five years in feel like a rebel for doing that yeah. like I'm doing something almost naughty and someone's going to catch me out and tell me off and I think it's actually really hard to have that freedom that in our heads we think that we want mm. and I but I do think there's a I get it I get it from other people as well where it's almost the opposite of like oh can you come and oh you're not you know can you come and meet me at this time on this day and you're like well no I am working so I kind of feel like it works both ways doesn't it it's like you're almost some people because you're freelance self-employed business owner whatever title it's like you can come and meet me whenever but it's like also but I might choose to have set working hours so that's kind of what I do I have these I kind of have set working hours. I mean I have two kids so I kind of have to work when I've got the childcare. but um sometimes I feel like I get the expectation that I can be available whenever and and actually that can sometimes be really detrimental as well yeah and I think this is one of the things that maybe we don't think about until we're in it because I also find myself doing a lot of like life stuff because Mm. I'm like oh well it's it's easy for me to put the dishwasher on or it's easy for me to hang up the washing when the sun's out like my partner can't do that he's not here um or like if the plumber needs to come around it's like oh well come whenever because I'm at home and I think uh, those things can add up to the point where it's like you feel like you don't have a lot of time in your day even though technically you have full-time hours or part-time hours whatever it is you have available it's like wait where is all my time going and I think it's easy to be lost doing all the things that people expect you to be available for when Mm. if you were in an office and you had rules because you had a boss they would never be like oh hey can can you come and do I don't know whatever it is they're asking you to do yeah Um, I think it's it's learning your own boundaries I think and then just almost not giving a crap what anyone else thinks Mm, definitely that's that's key to it I think (laughs) just like doing your own thing and also not because you see someone on Instagram or wherever like oh they're working you know they work one day a week why can't I work one day a week it's like you don't know what what they're doing the rest of the time you don't know what they're outsourcing like I definitely think not comparing yourself to others going back to what we spoke about a minute ago with that like self-belief if you can not compare yourself to others that will improve your self-belief basically instantly because we are all different, like you've pointed out as well. We all have different hours available. We all charge different amounts for what we do. We all do different work. We all have different um, outgoings. Like you just can't get into that mindset of comparing yourself to others. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I 100% agree. And I feel like it's easier said than done. But oh, gotcha. <laughs> you can just figure out what it is that works for you. Yeah. And then just make sure that you don't let anyone walk all over you. I know Mm. this is, again, easier said than done, but if you can do that and you can make your working hours work for you, I think it's just going to 
feels so much better and it's going to take time like I said I'm five years in I still sometimes think oh my gosh I'm not on my desk and I remember <laughs> there was a period of time where everyone was talking about the 5 a.m wake up oh yes routine thing oh and yes like, the amount of times I used to think to myself oh my goodness should I be getting up at 5 a.m yeah and I already know the answer is no I shouldn't like yeah exactly oh gosh that that really annoyed me because it's like those, those people clearly don't have toddlers and kids because it's like I basically am up at 5am anyway just with children like it's and that's just that thing of like if you know we've all got different life circumstances and we've all got different um you know some people are night owls and they want to start work at you know in the afternoon and work into the evening and that's fine like you can work yeah absolutely find like what works with you and what rhythm works for you and go for it yeah make your own rules yeah totally so just coming back to the work that you do and anyone who's listening who might be thinking, oh, I might I might need you in my life. What <laughs> kind of client do you work with and how is someone going to know if like you are the right person for them? So I work with s- small businesses, usually founders, you know, so- solo founders, to be honest. Sometimes they might have a small team or but it's usually working directly with the founders, which I really love because um, I can sort of absorb their passion behind their brand Um and then help them or do the work for them in terms of the website and uh, no specific type of product they have to sell. They just need to sell products. Um, I'm kind of happy to, you know, work with anyone who sells anything. Um, But I have sort of different ways to work with people. So some people just want to hand the project over to me. You know, they, they want their Shopify website to look and work beautifully. So they'll hand it all over to me. And then other clients, you know, want to do the learning and want to, you know, actually do the work themselves. So then I do, um, like bespoke one-to-one training which I absolutely love because you know like we said you get that instant connection with people and that feedback and then like the the next level down I guess is going to be the courses so it's going to be um, that sort of accessible do-it-yourself option but with still with my support like I'm trying to make the courses like still have access to me it's some, you know something you said earlier in in the podcast about you love that connection with people it, I do too so it's not that I want to do online courses and never talk to anyone ever again I, I still want to have that connection because I'm just so passionate about helping people and teaching people um, so that they can then you know move forward themselves they, you know the whole point of using things like Shopify and Clavio is that you don't need someone to be doing it for you all the time you know you you really can be in control of it yourself so yes absolutely love doing all that and if someone wants to reach out to you and get in touch about working with you, how can they contact you? Um, so uh, always on Instagram, happy to have people uh, DM me or follow me and comment, whatever. Like, yeah, that's uh, at the e-commerce assistant or my website. I've got loads of details and things on there as well, which is the e-commerce assistant.com. Amazing. Um, and one question I always ask everybody is what is something right now that you are like struggling with or working on or trying to get through in your business? <laughs> I think it's obvious for me but it's uh <laughs> launching my online courses that have taken me three years um uh but actually the other thing is aside from that because we've kind of covered that is uh just finding that like work-life balance and fight and feeling like I can take the time off with the kids you know it's summer holidays right now so um finding that balance of work because I do still want to work I'm not I I don't want to take the whole summer off like some people do which is fine and finding that balance that works for me and the kids you know the kids are happy and the family's happy and I'm happy um that's something I'm really really working on this year I love that um (laughs) thank you so much for joining me and just for having just a bit of a a chit chat with me about business (laughs) thanks Gemma